Hey, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the uh, yeah. Dynamite Review and Rampage Ramp Up. It's been a little bit, um, but great to be back here with Connor. We had to review last night's Dynamite. Um, there was no way we couldn't. Um, so, yeah, you know, like us and uh, on subscribe on YouTube and Twitter and all that good stuff. I don't even remember what my handle is anymore. But um, let's get right into it. You know, I think the biggest thing with last night's Dynamite was the context surrounding it. We all knew what happened after All Out. Um, you know, it was such, it was a very good pay-per-view. You know, it wasn't my favorite. It was good. Probably, I wouldn't say great. You know, we had the return of MJF, but what really, you know, has been taking up all of our minds in the news in the wrestling world was what happened afterwards. You know, we all heard about CM Punk, the brawl that ensued, Kenny Omega saving Larry and getting bitten for his troubles. And, um, you know, that's what heavily influenced the dynamite we saw last night. So, Connor, I'll let you start. Uh, what you thought on the opening? Uh, I thought it was a great opening. I think Tony kind of handled it, handled it, handled it well without even mentioning their names. Or anything, just straight into it. We're crowning new trios champions tonight. It's going to be a tournament to to uh, crown a new world heavyweight champion. Um, yeah, I thought he. I wouldn't have put CM Punk. Uh, I would have probably just shut him up after the first stuff he said on the post media scrum and let that be it. But uh, I feel like he handled it well in, in the beginning of the show. Yeah, I think we saw. I think everybody saw Tony Khan's face while CM Punk was speaking at the scrum and uh, I think everybody kind of mirrored it afterwards. It was definitely, you know, he went, he went off the rails for a little bit there. And uh, while we can't put any blame, you know, on any one group or party, I think everyone has their opinions on who was in the right and who was in the wrong. Um, you know, I think Tony Khan did, did the right thing. Um, I think he did what was good for business and what was good for the wrestlers. Um, back in the locker room, you know, there was bound to be a lot of tension. And I think him addressing it on TV without mentioning their names was really good. Um, and vacating the titles as well. I think nobody could deal with any more interim champions at that point. <laughs> no. No. Um, it was nice to see Tony Khan not yelling, <laughs> you know, how excited he gets um, and handled it very calm, very cool, collected, and then shifted it right over to uh, MJF coming out, which was I mean we got a whole like what three minutes of MJF acting like a baby face which you know in that brief glimpse we saw him the crowd completely enamored and uh it was a nice moment I think for everyone but of course he um returned to true MJF form and then we saw Mox you know who really is the ace of AEW you know he's he's carried yeah. this company on his back more than one times and was supposed to be on vacation um so, you know, seeing him come in and take up that leadership role along with Jericho, who also wasn't supposed to be there, come in, um, you know, I think was a good way to handle Dynamite within the context of the situation they were in. So that's my opinion. Um, I look forward to seeing the Young Bucks come back along with Kenny. I think they were doing great things with the trios. I'm interested to see what happens after um, now that they don't have them. Um and I think it's safe to say we won't see Punk for a long time because along with all of his verbal and physical altercations, he also sustained a pretty bad injury, right? Yeah, he'll be out for seven to eight, maybe nine months. So it's, it's for the best. That yeah, he's, so, he's it, you know, who even knows what he's going to do when he's healthy again? You know, I think he should maybe just take Larry and take some time off. But, yeah. you know, 
I just work here. <laughs> um, the first match of the night, what do we have first? Was it for the trios championship? Yeah, it was, uh, it was just supposed to be a regular trios match, but luckily, um, well, for both teams, it was for the trios championships, uh, Death Triangle and Best Friends and Cassidy. I would have been happy with either one of those teams winning the match. Um, but I was very happy that Death Triangle won it. They put on a hell of a match. And it was so good to see the best friends get, I think, their due. You know, they've been they've been wrestling a lot lately. And, you know, we all know Orange Cassidy is good. Sometimes I forget that Chucky e. T and uh, Trent Barretta are also, you know, exceptional in their own right. So, um, but yeah, it was an incredible match. I would have given it like an eight, a solid eight. Yeah, I do it an eight. Um, it was very what I expected, very fast-paced, nothing uh, too dull. Um, you know, of course, Def Triangle won this match, and Pac is the first ever AEW wrestler to hold two titles in the company. Now, of it's course, so well-deserved. So well-deserved. I mean, FTR is holding multiple titles, but it's not AEW titles because mm -hmm. Pac is the All-Atlantic champion and Trios champion, so... Uh, but I hope uh, Best Friends and Orange Cassidy win the trios titles eventually because, uh, like, them three, like pretty much from like from, from the beginning of AEW, they've uh, like been together as a, as a team, and they've really come a long ways, especially Orange Cassidy. Oh um, yeah, man! Some of his moves I was talking to uh, to a friend about today. I I love the Stun Dog Millionaire. I think I just mark out every time I see it. It's just so good. Um, and they're exciting to watch. And I love the addition of Dan Housen. I'm not sick of him yet. I still think he's hilarious. Yeah, no, we get him in small doses. So I think it, he's funny. <laughs> At least to me, it does. Yeah. Um, when I was actually in Chicago for Rampage Dad, like uh, Dark before uh, Rampage, like uh, uh, Dan Housen actually wrestled and he wrestled an actual full match. And he, and he, and he won the match and he did very, very good. So. I hope people watch that and see that yeah, he's actually we, very talented. We see him wrestle down the line. I, would, I mean, he's he's already hilarious in his own right, but, uh, you know, I think we forget he's a wrestler too. Um, so one of the things <laughs> I was watching, like the Zero Hour, um, and I've been saying it forever, because Action Bronson has this food TV show called Fuck That's Delicious, and it's hilarious. I watch it all the time, me and my husband do, and we realized he does Hook's music, so when he came out at All Out, I was just, I lost it, you know, maybe nobody else was like, <laughs> but I thought it was great. I love Action Bronson. If you haven't watched his show, it's on Hulu, um, and it's him and his buddies, and they travel around eating great food, and it's hilarious. Um, and nobody paid me to say that either, because we only have, like, so many viewers. In any case, um, <laughs> you know, him and Hook had a thing. Um, who was their, their little promo against? Who was the – oh, it was Angela Parker and yeah. Daddy Magic, who anytime they're talking on screen, I just – they're just gold to me. Um, so I, I think that'll be interesting to see where that goes down the road, and uh, I think they're preparing for some sort of – I typically don't like celebrities in – the wrestling world and wrestling, but I am for this one. Yeah. It's, uh, slurs can either be very good or very bad. Um, it depends on which ones you're getting, I think. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's, is it a Johnny Knoxville or that other guy who wrestled The Miz, you know? You never know what you're going to get. Oh, Logan Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah. what's his name? Yeah. I don't know. Isn't there two of them? Yeah, Jake Paul and Logan Paul. Yeah. 
yeah, fuck if I know. Um, what else did we have? We had, what was after that, Tony Storm? Yeah, Tony Storm and Penelope Ford. Uh, yeah. I wish that Tony Storm was the actual AEW Women's Champion, but I think when she does beat Thunder Rosa, she'll be the best AEW Women's Champion they've had, like, to date. Um, she's just consistently putting on good matches and very good on the mic. Mm -hmm. um, and she has very – like, she's more experienced in – half the roster i hate to say but and like, like like that's a good thing so tony can coach people like penelope and elevate them to the top because I, I feel like like their match was very good last night i did too i felt like it was really good um you know usually we see penelope in these like short matches um you know she's coming out with kip sabian and you know our box friend he'd been doing that for so long um, but I thought I thought it was a good match. I thought it was a good match. I'd give it a seven or eight out of ten. It you know kept my interest. It didn't look clunky or you know botchy to me. Um, and Penelope Ford really looks like she's improving. Like yeah. I mean, I think she was great before, but she seems like she's getting more moves in her repertoire. And like even though she lost the match, she technically like it still like bumped her up in AEW. Mm -hmm. Like how do I say it? Like even though she lost, she kind of still won. Just, yeah, um, I think like it just like everything. <laughs> it like just wrestling Tony Storm elevated her and made her look good as well. Yeah, and she's getting well. This is her second time of TV since coming back. She went against Athena on Rampage. Uh, she but, did. Yep. But I feel like this was more of a uh, showcase of what she can do on TV. Yeah, and I definitely think it sets her up for being a contender down the line. Um, you know, her whole look is i know like my husband loves her look but <laughs> it's almost too like i don't know um but she rocks it well she looks beautiful and uh you know i i think tony storm's gonna make a great women's champion when she like unifies the belts i think um you know and part of me thinks that thunder rosa didn't get the time and attention she deserved and part of me thinks that like her promo skills really didn't work for the title but we shall see what else did we have? Oh, Hangman and um, Danielson. Danielson. In the uh, in tournament to crown uh, or to crown to, to crown a new AEW World Champion at Dynamic Grand Slam. And this is the third time that Danielson and uh, Hangman has won against each other. And all three matches have been classics, especially especially their first one went to 60 minutes. The 60 minute draw. And then the second match. Well, yeah, technically Hangman didn't win. So they're one and one. Um, Hangman's one match against Danielson and mm -hmm. Danielson beat Hangman. But all three matches were classics. Uh, oh, they were great. They were clinics. So I think I think the um, decision to do it as a tournament was smart. Um, I'm not sure that there was really any other way to handle, you know, the title being vacated after that. And I think the people that they chose were really solid choices. You know, um, Jericho mocks with the, the first round bye. We saw Danielson um, win against Adam Page. Um, and then Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen are fighting on Rampage, yeah? Yep. Yeah, I thought it was smart to include them, too. You know, they're two um, day oneers and uh, homegrown talent and young. So I think they'll definitely bring out the best in the um, more experienced and older wrestlers competing. I think at the end it's going to go to Danielson. I think we're going to see Mox and Danielson in the end, and um, yeah, it's, I, I think like, it should go to Danielson. I think he deserves it, and he would make a great champ. 
Yeah, it's going to come down between between them two because uh, next Wednesday it's Danielson and Jericho. I think Jer- I think uh, Danielson's going to beat Jericho this time. Yeah. Um, if Moxley does win it, um, it's basically the same story that they was going to tell between Punk and MJF. Uh, like basically, Moxley had the same experiences as he did in WWE, and he Moxley hates WWE, and mm-hmm. MJF still playing that role of going to WWE and stuff. So it's basically the same story, just Moxley. But yeah. I want to see Danielson win because uh, you know Danielson has proved himself in AEW with banger and banger matches, and uh, I think it'd be good to ha- uh, put the title on him. Uh, like, I know, like, 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 don't get me wrong. I love Moxley, but uh, but if he does win, it'll be a three-time. Yeah, I think Mox has been a good champ. I think he's really the backbone of the company at this point. Um, but yeah, I agree. I agree. I go into Danielson, and then I think we all know MJF is eventually going to take that belt off of him because he's just destined to be the world champ at some point. We can't. Yeah. It's inevitable. He's going to make sure he gets a boatload of money, and he's going to be world champion. I'm pretty sure the only way he came back is for a boatload of money and world champion. <laughs> he's got his own plane now too. He's on jet thing. He goes to shows now. Hmm. And then, yeah, so that match, the match I thought was great. Um, it went on longer than I thought. I was like, oh, this is going to be short with the time that we have. But it went on, I think, just the right amount of time and was believable. Um, most of the main event, it was Garcia and Yuta for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. Belt. Yeah. I thought it was going to be in pure, be a pure rules match, but they had judges out there, and they weren't counting the... I uh, was looking for that, the counts at the bottom. Yeah. And then, like normally in a pure rules match, like you you have only so you have only so many uh, uh, rope breaks, mm-hmm. uh, only like on, like so many closed fist punches, and they didn't really use that. But they had judges out there, and that's what they you did. Do. I, I didn't really get what they were. Uh, it was a pure rules match or not, but uh, the match was a very great match and showcased two of the younger stars in AEW. So people saying that AEW only focuses on former WWE guys, like that's a prime example of them showcasing their homegrown talent. And they really have, you know, we saw the acclaimed uh, come out and I, <laughs> I think it was a good thing, even though I love Max Caster's raps. I thought it was a good thing that Swerve cut him off because we had no idea what was going to come out of his mouth with everything going on. Yeah. But the, the acclaimed have definitely had their rise and push and uh, as homegrown talent, they're, they're doing amazing and I'm so here for it. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I think uh, Garcia and Yuta, you know, Willie Yuta's come such a long way and he's so fun to watch and just seeing the new skills that he showcases from match to match is always exciting for me. Um, but yeah, I uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's such a weird time. It's such a weird time in wrestling. I think overall it was a great dynamite. I would ha- I don't even know what I would rate it because I think the context surrounding it has more to do with the actual dynamite um controversy controversy so mm. much <laughs> but i think that um considering the circumstances there's so many ways it could have gone and i think tony khan handled it like it just it came it was just as good as it could possibly be considering the circumstances oh uh i don't know it was like a 20 second match but warlow and tony knees oh yeah title <laughs> Oh. I think part of last night was giving the fans some of the things they wanted um, and keeping them happy. And I think everybody's happy watching Wardlow powerbomb somebody into oblivion. Um, and I, I, like, 
his little comments afterwards about everybody saying he's losing momentum. Um, you know, and he's saying I'm here to stay. So I'm excited to see him get some real competition. I'd like to see him against Morrissey, I think would be good. I know they fought before. Yeah. Him and um, Amiro would be good. Miro. Yep. I was talking to my husband about that. Like him and Miro would be a really good run for them. Andrade, you know, there's no yeah. shortage of um, talent who are believable that could beat Wardlow and that would make for great matches. Yeah. I personally think um, the way I was going to book the TNT championship would be totally different from Scorpio and Sammy and all that, but I would have a Lance Archer be a TNT champion at one at some point because he's challenged for that about three times and lost all three times against Cody, yeah. he lost against Miro, then he lost against uh, uh I, I can't remember, but uh, like there's so many people that Wardlow could go against for the team. I'd love to see Ricky Starks get his hands on the on the belt eventually. Um, you know, what he I, I don't know what they're doing with this powerhouse Hobbs and Ricky Starks situation. It seems like uh, powerhouse is getting the push, which you know, I'm totally behind. I think Powerhouse Hobbs is great. He's dynamic and exciting to watch. He's a big guy. But, uh, you know, Ricky Starks, he's got he's got something. And I think that he definitely deserves more than going at it with um, the factory. Yeah. You know? Especially with the crowd still behind him. Yeah. And I, I really... Oh, what's going to... What's going to say? They claimed our fighting Swerve and our glory again at Arthur Ashe, right? Yep, at yep. I think uh, they claim might win him this time, uh, especially with 20,000 fans. I hope so. They totally deserve it, and I think it's exactly what the fans want. And, um, you know, the Billy Gun and their catchphrase, it's going to get old eventually, you know? So it's right. like you have to jump on it while it's still hilarious. And it still is for me. You know, it hasn't gotten old yet, but it will. We Like all things do. Yeah, it's... Uh... A lot of people, when I went to All Out, like, this one woman was saying, like, like behind me, like, like all these grown men are chatting daddy ass. <laughs> like, who would have thought? Who would have thought that would catch on? And the t-shirt's like the number one selling t-shirt in the AEW no. store. You know, it's hilarious. And it's just like a stroke of genius. It's one of those things that they said and it caught on. And now and you can't put it out and have to give them the tag team titles. <laughs> you don't really have a choice at this point. But it just like whatever team wins, FTR has to get their title shot, and whenever they do, they're gonna win. I'm waiting um, for it. I'm waiting. It's so, like so the acclaim might not have a long reign if they have to go against them, which is okay because they're young. They have lots of years of wrestling ahead of them, and I think FTR would be the perfect people to take it off of the acclaimed at a pay per view down the road. It would be. I think it would be pretty magical. Yeah. I'm trying to think if we had anything else from the Dynamite. Uh, that, that was pretty much all the matches, I think. That's all the matches. But yeah, it was highly anticipated due to the varying reports. I think I, you know, sat on Twitter waiting for breaking news left and right. And then we were all texting each other just like, what the hell happened? It's an unfortunate yeah. situation. And um, the Malachi, I don't know if he's... It's confusing. I don't know if he's with the company or not. From what uh, I gathered, it was that he was granted a conditional release. So I don't know that he's still under contract or is taking time off. 
but it would be very sad to see him to go anywhere else besides AEW because I think the House of Black was criminally underutilized, especially in the run for the trios championships. Like they are just incredibly talented. At a dark last night, um, Julia Hart is seemingly the leader of the House of Black, which she should be. Um, and they're still going by the House of Black. So hopefully he's just taking time off. And and when he comes back, he'll get a huge reaction. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then I really hope they do more with the House of Black in the future because there's no cooler entrance. Like, they're so cool to watch and interesting. Like, I've been addicted to J Julia Hart's theme song. Like <laughs> I don't think I know it. A, I don't like, I don't watch Dark a lot, so I know she wrestles on Dark a lot. Like the first time I heard a song was in Chicago, and then like the first line is like the house always wins. Oh, like, that's cool. It always sticks with me now, that song. So what do we got coming up for Rampage? I know we have Dax Harwood and Claudio, Claudio no for the Ring of Honor World Championship title. No, that's going to be a good match. It's going to be a great match. Claudio Castagnoli. Never. I like saying that. Claudio Castagnoli. <laughs> like, uh, William Regal can say it the best. Uh, but that match should be a very good match. And the uh, women are actually getting a, a, are getting a good match. Uh, Serena D versus Madison Rain. Oh, yeah. We haven't seen coach. Serena D in a while. Uh, then uh, Sammy and Darby. Which that should be. That's right. That should be a good match. It, I'm pretty sure Claudio's match would be the main event, but if not, it should be Sammy and Darby. I think they might start with in every time I think it's going to be the main event, they start with it. So I think they'll start with Claudio and Dax, and then Darby and Sammy will be the main event. That is my prediction. But it should be a very good rampage. This is one of the biggest rampage cards I've had in a while. Mm. Um. I don't know who's going to win between Claudio Castanola. I'm assuming he's going to win. I mean, we all know Claudio's going to win because he's probably going to hang on to that thing for, like, ever. I would hope that uh, Jonathan Gresham comes back, but I'm fine if he doesn't. Um, he's I just think Claudio's – I don't know. He's Everybody bragging. loves him. I've never been super impressed. Like, he seems like a wonderful guy. I bet he's, like, super nice, but his promos are kind of whatever to me, and I think the big swing – that he does is yeah i um he's very creative uh I, i've like listened to a lot of his uh interviews and stuff he's very mm -hmm. very very creative uh storyline stuff especially in wd things he wanted to do but you know vince turned down of course but <laughs> um yeah uh but jonathan i would hope he would come back and beat him but jonathan gresham's complaining over a pro wrestling illustrated magazine. It's some of the reports of, I'm not, I don't want to get into too much toxic stuff, but um, I hope Jonathan Gresham would come back and regain the title. Yeah, he was great. He was great. Um, any Ducks Dax Harwood match is really good. And I think him against Claudio and, and you know, Claudio is a good wrestler. So I think that'll be great. I think that'll be a good match, but I do think Claudio will hang on to it. Um, I don't think there's any rush to move it anytime soon, especially since Wheeler Yuta just lost his belt. So, yeah, yeah I don't think that's going to move. It'll be a good rampage, though. I actually got tickets for the live rampage in 
Uncasville, I'm Mohegan Sun. And yeah, I'm kind of like, you know, it's just a rampage, but it's a live one. So I'm hoping it's, I don't know what it's around, if it's around any type of, not going to be like a pay-per-view. But hmm, we'll see. Like every, like every rampage uh, from now on is going to be live. Every rampage is live, so. Really? Yeah. Um, I believe starting uh, sometime this month. Uh, I think in DC, just when they start that, but Canada, like like the only dynamite that won't be live is Canada. Mm-hmm. But besides that, every rampage of October or some some of uh, September, October, November, December, where all rampages will be live. Oh, that's cool. Because yeah, I'm going to the one in October, so that should be really fun. Um, which is also nice because when you're going to Dynamite Live, the like rampage fatigue is real. By the time I got to Rampage, I was so tired. We'd already been screaming. It was just and you were watching the dark matches before. So like that rampage fatigue is is definitely a real thing. <laughs> and it's hard to get excited by the end. Yeah, yeah it's um I I've done that before. You got dark and dynamite to our dynamite in an hour of rampage. And then it takes them a little bit to set up for Rampage. So you're there for almost four hours, four or five yeah. hours. So. All right. What do we usually do? The rumors? I mean, I don't even know what to do with the rumors anymore. I think we all know them. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing new. Yeah, it's uh, so rumors is CM Punk and the Elite. And if you must have been living under a rock, you know everything that's uh, just like on. us. You've been following it. And uh, I don't think really anything is new. I had the, I mean, we know CM Punk's not coming back. The Elite suspended. I don't have any word on like how long their suspensions are. Do you know anything about that? When they might come back? You know, sometimes in WWE, it'd be like 60 to 90 days, but in AEW, it might be different. So like every, every sports team or any kind of organization being suspended, there's different uh, terms of how long you're suspended. So I would hope they'll yeah. be back. I we know that Eddie Kingston was suspended for two weeks for just like Sammy Guevara. So I don't know if it'd be two weeks for them. I anticipate it'd be a little bit longer due to the severity of the situation and like the media surrounding it. I would hope they would be back before full gear, but I don't know. Maybe they'll come back uh, December at a winter's coming. Oh, yeah. That would be a long time, though. That would suck. Yeah. Um, just seeing that they've been stripped of the belts, I don't think they'll be back in two weeks. No, I don't think so. But, you know, in my own personal opinion, I think AEW can live without CM Punk. You know, it's a blow. He brought in a ton of money, but I think fans will eventually, if they're not soured on him already, you know, because of this, I think AEW would be okay without him. But the Elite and Kenny Omega are really so integral to what AEW is, what AEW stands for, and the building of it, that it would be really, really hard to see them leave. And I think would definitely, I'd be sad. <laughs> I don't know if I'd see if I'd see it the same way. There'd be no Elite and all Elite Wrestling without the Elite. Exactly. I guess you got Hangman still there, but he's not in the Elite, really. Yeah, and you have Adam Cole, but he's... And why is Brandon Cutler suspended? Like, what did he do? Like, oh, so, from what Mugazawa. I understand, when, like, in any type of corporate situation, when there are people involved in 
an altercation of some kind like that, even if you are innocent and was just like a bystander in the room who saw what happened, they have to suspend anybody while they conduct their investigation. Like we can't have them going out on TV or talking to the media and blah, blah, blah while the internal investigation is happening. So that would be my guess as to why Brandon Cutler suspended, but <laughs> to be a fly on the wall to like really know what happened. I Because I don't see him and Michael Nagazawa trying to stir anything out with CM Punk. Yeah, um, I think it was likely a, uh, they were just there, maybe trying to break things up. or. But in any case, everybody has to be suspended still until they finish up. But the only blow for CM Punk if he is gone is, you know, I looked on Shop AEW and about four of his shirts are top selling of the week. I went to Chicago. Everyone was wearing CM Punk shirts. Yeah, you can see it merchandise, on TV. Merchandise sales would maybe drop. Viewership did not drop last night. Uh, it wasn't. Viewership. It was over a million. Yeah, they went up from the previous week with MJF, so I think they'll be good there. But I think they were doing just fine without CM Punk. And that and like CM Punk's not just the only big name. They got Brian Danielson, you know, Samoa Joe's back. They got other people. So I think they'll survive. Oh, yeah. They have, I mean, Kenny Omega's back when he's back from suspension. Um, you have really great talent. You know, I think Mox is a front runner for wrestler of the year or should be. Um yeah. There's so much good talent. There's so much to draw people in. MJF, especially, I think, where CM Punk, where we feel that loss of him, MJF will make up for that. You know, yeah. I think he has the potential to bring in tons of merchandising, um, draw the fans in. It just got to give him that time to do what MJF does. Because with the Wardlow story, him and Wardlow, that was like some of the greatest storytelling I've ever seen in wrestling. So I think the sky's the limit for MJF. I feel like MJF owes Wardlow one for like ruining his moment. So I hope Wardlow beats him for the AEW World Title. Said it was a little bit karmic that uh, you know CM Punk kind of stole MJF's thunder with all of his comments. Everybody forgot that MJF came back. Nobody was talking about it in very much the same way that MJF stole the thunder of Wardlow, and um, it's taken a little bit, you know, for that momentum to build back up for him. So you know, all's fair in love and wrestling, I suppose. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, hate for some wrestlers right now. But and everybody heard, has an opinion. <laughs> but for the most part, I heard that uh, everything was a lot more calmer and more less. Tri- how do I put it? It was not as toxic as it was when CM Punk was there. It was more. Uh, it was a very better vibe in the locker room. And we have good locker room leadership. You know, I've I've heard that Jericho has been like an ultimate professional through everything. You know, um, and he had a little blurb saying it's my locker room during one of his promos. Um, him and Mox deserve a lot of credit for, you know, what they do behind the scenes as well as in front of the camera. Yeah. All right. I, is that it? Is that all we have for tonight? Yeah, that's some uh, Dynamite, Rampage. There's no addressed rumors, just somewhat. Um, that's pretty much it I, I can think of. Do you remember when we used to have like no rumors? <laughs> we said yeah. it was a good thing when there's no rumors. That's a good mm-hmm. thing because everything's quiet and uh, as it should be. So yeah, hopefully but... we have less last week, next week to talk about. Although I feel like this whole, this whole debacle will leave us talking for some time. Yeah. That'll be on dark side of the ring. I don't oh know. My when, God. But I was there at that event and like this will probably go on for years. Yeah. 
and like we'll probably get a whole thing of Tony Khan being in the back, and then like all the like cuts that they shoot and stuff. I can't. I cannot wait. There's somebody. I don't know who did this online, but made a, a dark side of the ring edit to a yes, bunch of footage. Oh yes, my god! <laughs> it's just who has that time, and of course I'm gonna watch it. Oh lord. Well, keep in mind, everybody, our rumors are just rumors. We're not journalists. We don't claim to be. As much as we critique wrestling, we have respect for all the people who put their bodies on the line for our entertainment every time. So take everything we say with a grain of salt. They're just opinions. Don't stalk us on the internet. That's rude. And um, join us back on, what's today? Oh, there's tomorrow for the Rampage uh, live reaction. And come back next Thursday for another review for what I'm sure is going to be another exciting dynamite. So with that, we'll say good night and like and subscribe and all that good stuff on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, let's see the other one, Twitch and YouTube right here. Yeah.